What's up, everybody? Peter here, everyone's favorite host with the most. Before we get into it, I'd like to remind you that this episode of the SD Geek Podcast is brought to you by MUZMM. They make these stylish, transforming backpacks, perfect for anyone who wants to take their belongings on the go and look sexy while doing it. If you want to save 20% off your next order, you can visit MUZMM.com slash SDGeekPod or use offer code SDGeekPod at checkout. Thank you for the support. Now on to my show, the show. I meant the show. Welcome to another episode of the SD Geek Podcast, where we talk movies, gaming, comics, and TV shows. I'm AJ, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts. Peter. Joan. Yo, yo, yo. So let's get right into it. We have some stuff we want to talk about. First and foremost, earlier in the week, we had the Birds of Prey trailer come out, finally, in the emancipation of one Harley Quinn. You yep. were talking about early, John, that this trailer has a shitload of Harley Quinn all over it. It's a Harley Quinn movie. It I mean, may- she's in the title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she is, but I'm yeah. just saying, like... She's uh, the main focus. You made a great, great yeah. question. You asked a great question in that. Is she really the main focus of the team in the comics? And, Peter, you were saying that she's really not really? No. Huh. Interesting that they would actually it's go with Huntress. this. It's not interesting at all. She's the cash cow. She's the one... She Nobody's is the cash see- cow, but... I don't a Birds know. of Prey movie. Nobody's even going to know what the fuck that is. That's true. Or care for that matter. Yeah. So she kind of needs to be in the title and she kind of needs to be all over the promo. Right. And she is the best part of Suicide Squad. So, she is. I mean, yeah. I don't mind too much. No. I think the trailer looks pretty fun, though. I'm 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 cool with it. I like that Ewan McGregor's a part colorful. of it. <laughs> Super colorful, yeah. which is unlike DC of late. I mean, they, they've slowly some, become some, more colorful. colorful. Joker, yeah. not so much. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's colorful in some ways. A lot of red. A lot of red. Yeah. Margot <laughs> Robbie seems to be doubling down, or at least trying harder to achieve that jersey, that Harley. Yeah, Mr. J. Like she's trying. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, she does a great job. Margot Robbie seems like she is the quintessential Harley Quinn, I yeah. would say. She does yeah. a great job. And she looks just like the character would in real life. So I, I, I'm personally down with it. I am still skeptical. I'm, but cautiously optimistic as to how this movie is even going to turn out. Yeah, we'll see. I'm down, I guess. Yeah, and uh, McGregor looks cool. Yeah, he's awesome. I'll watch anything he's in, pretty much. Pretty much, we'll see. Except, I, except uh, I never saw Train Spotting. Oh, one? you know, I haven't seen that either. I saw one scene and then I had to leave. Yeah, Train Spotting. It's a, it's a. They just made a sequel to it that came out like a year or two ago, but it's like a it. 10, 15 year old movie, something like that. Yeah, it's like it's about like drug addicts. Yeah, oh, he's like a drug druggy slash kind of hooligan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, like super Irish in that movie too, like super Irish. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's it's a pretty crazy movie. I remember when I watched it, spoilers, I guess, for a super old movie, there was a scene where Ewan McGregor, I think, was crawling into a toilet. That was interesting. That sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah. It was kind of <laughs> weird. But I do look forward to he watching it. somehow make someday. that attractive. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's Ewan McGregor. I mean, anything he does, really. Yep. Man could take a shit and I'd watch. <laughs> I'm going to be on a watch list for that now. Okay. <laughs> 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 Moving on, Peter. You put in the notes just the word jet. Do you want to expand upon that a little bit? If I can remember what the fuck that was for. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> nice. so apparently uh, Wonder Woman's getting her visible jet in the in the 1984. Oh, okay. Really? I'm in the 80s, yeah. I'm surprised they would throw that in. I don't know. <laughs> Magic? It sounds dumb. <laughs> it sounds absolutely dumb. Yeah. But whatever, sure. If they can 
find a way to bring it into modern day and not have it so ridiculous. Just sure. her sitting in the air flying about <laughs> in yeah. a sitting position. Yeah. Isn't there like a terrible joke about that in Family Guy? Yeah, where she's on the toilet. <laughs> What's up with the toilets going on right now in the setting of the episode? <laughs> Talking about Ewan McGregor and now... <laughs> oh my God. It's the part with the Joker Sorry, in the Gal bathroom. Gadot. So that's interesting. Jesus Christ. We'll get to that. We will get to that eventually. Yeah, uh, we didn't mention already, but as you could probably tell from the title of this episode, we'll be reviewing Joker... That just launched this week, so excited to get into that. Um, did you guys see the official announcement of Stranger Things 4? I did. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> Why? It was, it's literally, <laughs> there's an official announcement of Stranger Things 4. Who the thunk? That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's end. all. Yeah. There was like a little I, teaser. I there is a teaser trailer, isn't there? But it just shows the upside down, and there's a Stranger Things, and there's a number four. So, like, yeah. Yeah, it's just cool that they're announcing it so early and everything. I it's kind of nice. the same thing with all the seasons, now that I thinking about it within like the, they would announce the night, it but the, then we wouldn't get an actual trailer trailer until months down the line right i'm excited for i i mean obviously we knew the way by the way things end in three that there would have to be a four i would hope i just wonder if this will be the final season i don't think they the duffer brothers have actually announced that or not i could be wrong i don't think so either. i, I think there's know. plenty of room to explore in this universe so <laughs> i don't i don't think it's gonna go away anytime you think soon. the characters they'll ever switch out the characters you mean like the actors? Yeah. I don't see why they should. Why, no. Little spoilers. I mean, some characters don't make it to season four, so that's interesting. I mean, everybody's I seen it now. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just saying. Just everybody, saying. AJ, if you finally finished it, then I, everybody's finished it. I finished it like a few weeks ago. Or actually, like a month has and a half ago. It. You were the last one. <laughs> it was a great show. That was a great season. I loved it a lot. The ending was intense. But I guess they always are. Anyway, though, but that's cool. I'm excited. I'm glad there's going to be a four. Uh, the way that things end at the end of three, I'm really, really freaking out to see how four is going to start off. But anyway, yeah, I was just hyped to see that they're actually officially announcing that. Um, okay, another thing I wanted to bring up real quick. Have you guys heard of Avengers Damage Control? I have. Yes. Isn't it like the VR experience or something? So, so yeah, a few weeks ago, um, you and I were talking, Peter, about the VR experience they have of Star Wars in downtown Disney. Yes. They have it at a few other places. Have you heard of it, John? No. It's a really cool VR experience. Like, it's so like VR gaming, essentially. Yeah. But you actually, so the way they have it set up, there's like this building they have in downtown Disney where you can go in and you put on this headset, you put on a vest, and you get a rifle eventually in the in the game. Um, you, but you move about like this entire like little, I guess you can think of it as like a maze, but it doesn't seem like that when you're playing the game, you put on the VR helmet immediately, you're teleported into like star Wars land. You could put it that way. Shit, okay. And you're like, it's up to like, I think four players or something like that, maybe even more. And you become the part of the resistance that's going to infiltrate like a stormtrooper base and you're walking through. So like anytime there's a door in front of you. It will open in the game, and then you you actually walk through doorway to doorway. You're going inside the base, outside the base. You they're like on you're like on a lava planet, and you can actually feel the heat of the lava because There's, of the vest that you're wearing. Because or? of the vest that you're wearing oh, and shit. stuff like that, it's pretty intense. Like they do a really great you job. You played it yourself. What's that? Oh yeah, Sin and I did it a few weeks ago. 
It oh, was shit. really fun. It's about I think it's about eighteen dollars per person, which That's wasn't too bad. bad and no. it's like a good like seven, like five to ten minute experience, I would say. It's really fun. Uh, the hap- it has really cool haptic feedback with the gun and with the vest. If you get shot and stuff like that, you kind of feel it. Not you actually get shot in real. I know, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so immersive. I'm bleeding out. <laughs> but there's like a part where like you fight Darth Vader. It's really cool. And the thing is, I don't know if this new Avengers damage control thing is going to replace it or if it's going to be an alternative option. But it seems really cool. From what I've seen in trailers, you're going to be playing as like an Iron Man suit prototype, like some Ooh. sort of Mark prototype. Yes. So it seems cool. Like yeah, You that, get like yeah. the hand blasts and stuff like that. Maybe even an optic blast. Who knows? But it seems really sick. Like optic if it's blast. anything, l- light, right? <laughs> if it's any smart ball, th- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dude. throwing it back to Marvel too. Yeah, so awesome. But <laughs> anything? Any others? There's more. Okay, it, we'll stop. <laughs> Sounds good. Proton cannon. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and play Marvel vs. Capcom for those references. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just going to say this. like the I, I've never truly played anything that immersive before. I would definitely go, recommend going out there. From It's not a far drive to downtown Disney from where we are. So I would say it's worth the price of admission. Try it once. See how you like it. I'm down to do it again, though, just to watch you guys experience it. I was but there it's on Monday, fun. too. Didn't even notice that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's Shit. really cool. <laughs> I would highly recommend. It's super fun. Is it by the Ballast Point? Oh, good question. I want to say yes. Okay. Oh, you know where it's by? There's like that little bar that's in the middle of downtown yeah, it's Disney right it's called like UVA now. bar yeah. or whatever, however you pronounce it, mm-hmm. Uva. Um, it's like to the, if you're walking into down Disney, downtown Disney from the parking lot, it's to the right yep. of that bar. It's literally right next to Ballast Point. There that's why go. I don't recognize it. I left Ballast Point pretty wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty, bu- or we were pretty buzzed for it too, which I think made it more fun. Oh, man. But it was really cool. Like you have to face off against Darth Vader. It's kind of freaky. Like I was telling Peter a few weeks ago, and I was first mentioning it that um, so there's a scene where you're like on this elevator lift, and you're walking from in a base to outside. You stand on this lift, and then it takes you from like one portion of this base to like an upper level that's like I don't know, maybe a quarter of a mile away, and you. Uh, I just remember being really freaked out because, again, just the way they do it, like, again, if you're walking forward in real life, you're walking forward through the game. And when you let go on this platform, it then lifts you across this, like, lava pit. And I was just sincerely worried about falling down it for a minute. Oh like, my God. it was kind of weird. Like, and especially because the ground that you're standing on when you're on this platform, it will rumble underneath you. So it feels like you are actually being transported from one area to the base to uh, of a base to the other. I don't know. It's just. I would highly recommend it. If they can pull off what they did with the Star Wars thing, I would love to see what they can do with the Avengers. They're going to. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I think so. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Super excited. Speaking of Marvel stuff, please. I just remembered that for that Marvel, the, the Avengers video game, they just announced mm-hmm. Kamala Khan, the, the Miss Marvel, yes. the stretchy girl, yes, they did. human lady. Yeah. It looks crazy. It's a cool trailer. Yeah. It looks She's probably sick. the most interesting character. At least she looks okay. The rest of them are just like... I was going to say, the other ones look kind of weird. They look really weird. They tried to kind of make them look like they're voice actors, but also kind of not. But yeah, I'm not a huge fan of like what Thor looks like or anything. Oh, I think Black Widow looks kind of like. cool. I'll give her that. Maybe the female characters look cool for some reason. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. I mean, they don't look Marvel vs. Capcom infinite bad. But, <laughs> but, yeah, but, they don't look great. What's that? But they don't look great. You're, yeah, you're not wrong about that. <laughs> as, they're not good. As much as we've talked about it many times in our friendship, as fun as Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite gameplay is, 
it lacks so much in the beauty it's pretty department. Ugly. So, some characters <laughs> you're, are. You're playing some characters it for its personality, not for the looks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it really is one of those classic scenarios. She's That's, beautiful on the inside, guys. <laughs> that is the relationship in a nutshell. <laughs> That's so true. What were you going to talk about? Was it a Marvel oh, thing you wanted oh, to mention? Oh, yes, yes. So Bob Iger. Iger? Iger? Yep. Uh, Iger. He, he said that Tom Holland was a key role of why Spider-Man is back in the MCU. I guess he was going back and forth between the two chairmen, begging. Wow. Probably offering some favors. <laughs> and thank you, Tom Holland. Thank you for those young man favors. Uh, hello. <laughs> Please don't take me out the MCU, sir. Oh, my God. Bless your cotton socks. <laughs> Freshen your drink. He's British, right? Pretty sure he's British. Yeah. British. Okay. <laughs> nice. But uh, no, I'm glad that that actually worked out. Yes, we talked about it last week. Spidey's back in the MCU. Thank goodness. Thank God. Yeah, I'm glad. It's where he belongs. I don't. I didn't want to just see solo after mo- solo movie after solo movie. Yeah. You know? so the new word is that he and Captain Marvel are supposed to be the new faces <laughs> of the MCU going forward. Wow. Which, if true, is pretty comforting because as of right now, Spider-Man's only signed on for another solo movie and then another crossover movie that we know of. Yeah, that's what I mean. For now. So it's comforting. If that turns out to be true, it's comforting because that means he's going to be around for a lot longer than that. Most definitely. Yeah, I mean, dude, the guy's still super, super young. He has a lot of years ahead of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering how old some of the other main actors are in this like saga, you could say in this universe. And that dude's just freaking mad talented. Yeah, he's for sure. Doing musicals. The dude can sing. He's like an acrobat. He can actually do flips and shit. If it's you work for awesome. Disney, you're definitely multi talented. Yeah, like they will not hire anyone that is not. For that matter. So yeah. I'll say that. I want to see Mark Ruffalo flips, please. <laughs> yeah. Let's get that. Let's get that. Uh, let's I want see. that in the She-Hulk TV show. Um, let's see. Mark Par- Ruffalo is such a troll. Uh, there, was a com- so? there was a convention this past weekend. I couldn't tell you which one it was. But they had some of the stars from the Avengers. And there was one scene where Paul Rudd was being interviewed. And Mark Ruffalo is walking behind him. And he's mouthing, that's Paul. <laughs> it's pretty awesome and then there, uh, there's another part where they're doing Q&A and he has his camera phone out taking pictures of uh, Chris Hemsworth oh my he's such god such a troll it's pretty nice yeah. <laughs> that happened those, that happened years ago those what videos. I'm talking about yeah those videos are old oh shit yeah that's pretty cool though I'm but it's still pretty funny humor about him, I, I saw it in a post way back when and the <laughs> dude was like can somebody tell Mark Ruffalo that he's also a celebrity <laughs> <laughs> That's freaking great. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they can have a sense of humor about themselves and each other. It seems like, I mean, from what I've noticed in interviews and stuff like that, maybe it's not so much behind the scenes, but they seem like they get along pretty well together, a lot of the actors. Oh, yeah. Except for Brie Larson. Oh, really? Not yeah. really one of the guys yet, or what? Have you, uh, have you seen that interview? I think it was for Infinity, was it Endgame? It must have been leading up to Endgame, where it was Chris Hemsworth, Brie Larson, and uh, what's Rhodey's name? I'm sorry? What's Rhodey's Don name? Don Cheadle? There you go, Don Cheadle. Okay. And yeah, you can kind of just like, there's like this vibe throughout the whole interview. Like whenever she says something, the other ones are kind of just like, ugh. Oh, really? Like, could you well, shut Well, I heard she's a diva, up? right? I just don't think, I don't know the lady. This is all hearsay. Who the heck knows? Yeah. Right. For all we know, she's a great person. I think she's a great Captain Marvel, so. She's it, cool. It has nothing to do with her performance, but it definitely seems like she has a very standoffish personality. Huh. I definitely get that vibe from from certain interviews. Not just from the Marvel uh, interviews, but just in general. Interesting. She's been in other stuff. 
So well, she like people like her very much. Yeah, I, I mean, as long <laughs> as she does her job, I mean, who can really who hold anything yeah. against her? You know what I mean? It's work. Everybody, yeah. There's always somebody who makes everybody else's life miserable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's work. I'm that person at my job, and I'm I sure you all it. have that person. I work as with well. you. I know it is. exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Somehow we became friends from that too. Mm-hmm. You're welcome for the torture <laughs> and the life lessons. How not to be. <laughs> Let's see, Peter. In the news, you put a uh, Clerks Three. I'm assuming a Clerks Three is coming. Yes, it's official. Who to thunk? Uh, I mean, certainly. It's not. been years since two came out. At this point, I think. Well, I don't know. Kevin Smith has kind of been out of ideas for the past many, many years. <laughs> I think. I mean, he's released new movie after new movie. I feel. Yeah, but they're not really. Like, I, I've heard Tusk is pretty divisive. I don't know. At least not as good as his older stuff. And oh, I, I think. See. He, I think he even. This was years and years ago. I think. At, after he released uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, even he came out and said, you know what? I realized that when I decided to dedicate a whole movie to these dumb stoner characters that I might be uh, running out of stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. That's honesty. I mean, didn't Clerks 2 came out way after uh, blah, 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 blah. Jay and Silent Bob, Jay and Silent Bob 2 Strike Back? Yeah, I love that movie. That movie's spectacular. I and feel. I haven't seen Tusk, so. but I've heard it's... You know, it's, heard it's okay cool. at the very least. Yeah. Made Zach and Mary make a porno. Zach and Mary make a porno. Another great film. So, I mean, I he has ideas. Okay. I don't mind that he has gaps in between his films. If anything, it makes me kind of, I guess, hold them to higher regard because he's not just spitballing them out over and over and over. Yeah. Hoping one sticks. I'm pretty hopeful seem for that a way. Clerks 3. Yeah. I think Clerks 2 was pretty great. John liked it after he saw it 15 years later. <laughs> after and first and I couldn't tell you anything about it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty great film, though. I, I'm excited to see where he's going to be able to go with 3 because I feel like 2 kind of just tied a nice bow to it. But, I mean, who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Know. That's just my thought. We have um, a secret agent sneaking into the podcast in the background. Um, but anyway, let's see. Moving on. Uh, do you guys want to mention anything else besides... Clerks 3 with that? Uh, Anything else you wanted to add to it? I think that was it. Birds of Prey. Uh, yeah, I think that was it for me. All right, cool. Cool. Uh, there is one thing I wanted to mention oh, before we get into our main it, topic. At least one more thing. So it's not a huge deal, but I'm kind of excited. Maybe maybe a part one to a part two question. It's a Pokemon thing. Two-part question. It's not. It's actually Marvel-related. So apparently 2021 will be the first year to have four Marvel films within it. Lately, it's been like a total of three around mm-hmm. there. Yeah. But this is going to be the first time we'll get four. I think it's pretty cool. There's four quarters in a year, right? Yeah, so so one per quarter. I'm excited to see it happen. I'm wondering, though, how do you guys feel about it? Is that going to be superhero overload for you? It wasn't that long ago that I was kind of getting superhero fatigue. Right. It's a Uh, thing. Infinity War kind of reignited the the passion for it, I think. Oh, and I think Endgame was wonderful. And then Endgame definitely uh, built off of that, but it brought it to a cool climax. So I don't know... These movies got to be bringing something fresh to the table for me to even give a shit. Otherwise, yeah, it's going to be superhero fatigue for sure, at least for me. What do you Except think? for certain movies, I, I agree. I mean, I'm over Spider-Man. I'm kind of curious to know how it's going to end, but mm. I can care less, to be honest with you. I think the only one I'm very, very hype about is um, Blade because it's already it's, it's already different. Like, just, yeah. it's different. For sure. Darker in tone for a film like that or for a series oh, like that. Oh, and then Doctor Strange also. That one, I'm very yes. curious yeah. to yes. Because we're actually going to be you, exploring you the multiverse. Mo- yeah, you make movies mm-hmm. like that, you stick, you get away from the classic formula, I'm okay with Well, right now, we only have a title, so we have no idea what That's it's good. actually going to end up looking you like. You know, there, I, I, I don't know how true this is, but I saw a tweet saying there are reports that they're going to bring back two dead MCU characters in that movie. Probably. Probably not for real, like 
temporary. No, I would imagine they're going to bring. Well, Quicksilver. obviously we're going to see Vision, and we're I probably going to see Quicksilver. Yeah, that would be cool. Which makes sense because Scarlet Witch is going to be in the movie. Yeah, so. but then I'm also curious to know what they're going to do with Fantastic Four. X Men, those two, I'm like, that's gonna be a while. It's gonna, gonna be a while. while but yeah, and I'm, I'm fine with I'm that. I'm pretty fatigued with the basic superhero stuff at this point. Yeah, which is why I think, I mean, even though it's not exactly Marvel, but Joker, as we're gonna talk about later, kind of switches that up a little bit, turns it on its for, turn, for, turns it on its head a little better bit, better or worse. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll find we'll out and talk that. about it pretty soon. Yeah. But I'm excited though. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what your guys' thoughts were on it. But again, to I'm curious know. to know Peter's. Yeah. It seems a little up and down yeah. all around. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna see it a second time later today, hopefully. Gotcha. Because yeah, I'm. We'll get there. All right, fair enough. Opinions. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they are things. Let, let me hit you guys with this. Not physical this, this things. Is kind of a part two to what I was talking about, okay. and you guys talked about you know superhero fatigue. This doesn't necessarily have to be. I don't think it has to do with fatigue. It's more so maybe a lack of knowledge and actually, yeah, really. Um, so no disrespect to Martin Scorsese. I just don't think you really, oh, he's a dumb I don't think you really understand. I think he's just one of those people that he's old. <laughs> maybe it's so. like when we listen to modern hip hop and it's kind of like, mm, that's not for me, but the kids like it <laughs> and it's what hip hop is now. So for, what exactly did Scorsese say? I'm I trying know. to pull up the oh, quote, he, but the he, internet in this household is a little not slow. Movie. He they're said not cinema. He, they're not, they're cin- not cinema was compa- the first quote. He compared them to amusement parks. Yes. So am I the only one in the room that agrees with him? I think he's absolutely right. Well, I would say that I think he is correct, but also incorrect. It is cinema. I mean, he also said that they don't convey, like, the reason why they're not cinema, again, he pretty much allured to it, not uh, being able to affect any emotional ties. There's no Mm, mental or emotional questioning. I pretty hard in Infinity Exactly. And Endgame, for that matter. I hate to be that bitch, but... Exactly. And there's no true conflict going on within these characters. And I'm exactly. Mm, I mean, there's the most part. I understand. Yeah. I'm just going to put it this way. I do agree with him in the sense that, for the most part, yeah, these movies are a lot of roller coasters. I mean, if you're talking about Thor Dark World, for that matter, yeah, it's kind of a roller coaster kind of movie. You know, it's nothing special. It's kind of just a popcorn movie. (laughs) It's a turn off your brain and see if you can pay attention, if you're paying attention kind of movie. You know, they're not all winners. I recall that movie in particular as being try to keep your eyes open because this is boring kind of movie. Iron Man 2, another example. But at the same time, who didn't feel shocked when, spoilers, Tony Stark gets stabbed in the side in Infinity War? Yeah, that's pretty great. You know what I mean? Like, how many people, like, were audibly gasped when that happened? Yeah. You know? So, and also, there is inner conflict within these films. There are characters that go through pretty big arcs, I would say. I mean, for every for all the trouble that Tony Stark started throughout this universe, especially in Civil War, he kind of atoned for those sins, if you will, in Endgame. In a way, and I feel like he kind of made a total 180 as a character. Maybe not entirely, but I feel like there are definitely arcs within this. So to just call yeah, it, you know, it a popcorn roller coaster kind of film. I mean, maybe a roller coaster to a degree. I get that, you know, it's kind of just crazy action going on and weird special effects. But at the core of it, there is real. There are really good interpersonal communication and relationships there's, within these there's films. There's a lot of depth to the characters. I love nowadays like, more than like, ever. Yeah, like some get more than others. I think he's a great example too. He's a uh, a soldier from the past that lives in the future who never can let go of the past. And, and how and you see it in every single movie that it's always in the back of his mind. Exactly. And if and you finally get that huge payoff with it in Cry, Endgame. Tear. That was the only part of that movie that put me to tears. See, that it, part it, was great. There's a lot of parts that put me to tears, it, but that ending was just 
Right? Oh my god, he got the dance. Yeah. Th- that that's what I'm saying. I feel like this man I don't think he's wrong. I don't think he's 100% wrong, but I also don't think he's 100% knowledgeable of the MCU as it is right now because they've had 22 films to build emotion, to build like trouble and conflict within this universe. So, I feel like just if he would have seen all the arcs that, for an example that you made, John, Captain America has gone through and how he's gone from, you know, a soldier from another time. And and he's more than that also. You know, he wants to be with the one person and he doesn't get to be with her anymore until the very end. And that huge payoff. If you can't say that's not an inner struggle within someone, I don't know what is. You know, I, I can understand if maybe he never saw in game or if he did, maybe he didn't really understand the ending so much or didn't impact him so well because he didn't see all the other movies leading up to it, which I don't blame him. He's a busy guy. But to take things at face value, I think is a little, a little lack of knowledge. I'll just put it that way. Yep. I don't know. I think he's a little wrong. I still agree with him 100%. Okay, fair enough. That's and fine. And I think the other thing to keep in mind is that he's also, well, first off, Everybody kind of know he's one of the greatest filmmakers that's ever lived. He's made obviously many classics, many movies that I love. Yeah, uh, Goodfellas. That's why I can't knock him. Taxi Driver as, as a talented human being. Yeah, um, but he's also an auteur. He's also yes. he's he he likes complex struggles, mostly just shitty people as protagonists. All of his movies, damn. I think every single one of his movies, now that I'm thinking about it, all of his main characters are, are just shit people. They're horrible human beings. And those are the type of characters he's drawn to, he likes writing about, he likes telling stories about. So, of course, the MCU, he's going to be like, well, this is boring. <clears throat> and for the, again, I agree with him. It's a very silly universe. I agree with him I'll give him that. It's very, it's, it's, it's the Marvel, the MCU is fantasy with some trinkles of reality in it yeah i agree 100 let me that's say that's not to say that there aren't arcs because there absolutely are but on a on a macro level it's there's there's really not what's dr strange's arc what about Rhodey? is Rhodey going through any struggles any conflicts what's drax doing rocket they're just there Again, there aren't any arcs. I do agree that some characters get a lot more attention than others on an emotional level. But, I mean, even, I mean, Rocket Raccoon, I think, is a great example to where maybe you don't get a lot of emotionality of him. But you also feel like, you know, he's part of a team of outcasts. He himself is one. And they actually are able to find each other and make the best out of their life that they can. Because if they're without one another, then they're not the same and they're not whole anymore. And they kind of are going back to feeling like an outcast all over again, which is kind of what friendship is all about. You kind of alone and kind of feel alone in the world until you are with people that you actually get and get you and accept one another for who you are and I feel like that's kind of what the Guardians is like in Guardians 1 for example when Groot puts his hand down on on um, on Rocket right at the end there before he goes it's kind of like that was kind of a huge emotional moment I feel it is. I, yeah and I'm just saying sad. even though it's you know in an crazy universe where you know of time and space but, but what, and everything like that no and maybe real... it's a tree and a rocket and a, and a raccoon you know holding one another but at the same at the same time it's real emotion within these very silly characters that makes the connections yeah but they don't really build to that moment that moment happens and so. it is emotional but like they're introduced to that movie. We don't really get any backstory between the two of them. We don't know, really know what their relationship is. We kind of get glimpses of it. And then at the end, he's just like, but... And it is powerful, but it's not really built very well. The movie's not centered around building these 
these maybe these not those two. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. And you know, don't forget, there's 26 movies, so yeah, yeah of course you're going to point out the ones with the flaws. But there are movies where the characters do have development. Look at yeah. Thor. Thor yep, is absolutely. a great example. So of course you're going to out of 26 movies, obviously 15 of them aren't going to have any character development. Like this right, not about. every single one will. But there absolutely. are there are a decent 10. I would say true. I, would I can say think so. of five characters. Tell me, Captain America, Tony Stark, Thor, Star Lord, Groot. I'm just kidding. Oh, I wouldn't even say Star Lord. Cool. Star Star Lord, I think has a bit of growth. Yeah, he does. Did you say Thor? He did. I guess Yondu. Oh. Yondu is Yondu a has cool a pretty cool arc, arc between his two movies. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'm pretty much kind of unexpected. Your father, but he ain't your dad. <laughs> <laughs> And that's, pretty much, that's all I could think of off the top. But off the top. That's fair. It's not that I don't enjoy these movies. You guys know I love these movies. But I got to say, he's, I don't think he's wrong. I don't think Scorsese's wrong about that at all. Not, a, not at all. Not an inkling. Again, there's not to say there's not emotion in these movies. They mm-hmm. do. And they happen over the course of uh, several movies, which, mm-hmm. as we've talked about in the past, has never really been done before. So it's hard to really compare. Like, Doctor Strange, for example, the solo movie, like, there's... Sure, there's a bit of an arc there, but it happens so quickly, and it's so, like, it doesn't really feel like the character's changed all that much. He's just an asshole with powers now, where before he was just a selfish asshole doctor. He seems a little nicer now. Yeah. He's 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 come around. He's a little bit of a dick, but I think that's also what makes him, I think that's what makes him likable to a degree, you know? I don't think I like him. I mean, I like the character, but... Not as a person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand that. I understand that. No, for sure. I, again, I, I mean, I'm also open to the idea of obviously any human being can change their mind on things. If you were to ever devote a little bit of time and actually watch all of these films, I doubt that'll ever happen. But ever, if he ever wanted to kind of educate himself further, maybe his mind can change. And maybe it wouldn't. He's a human I, being. He's allowed to have his, any opinion. I don't knock him on that. Thing I'll say about I just this. might disagree on certain things. Here's the last thing I'll say about this. I definitely think if it weren't for the cinematic universe as a whole, there are several movies that I would have skipped out on. The, what yeah, pulls me into yeah. these movies is I want to see how they tie into the rest of the, the yeah. universe. I didn't need Dark World. That's the one that comes to mind always. Dark World. Yeah, they two, introduced the eighth one, but think, it doesn't really matter. Iron Man 2, I think. I don't Iron think Man I needed to see. Iron Man 2 was when they tried to build their universe, but in a very boring... He, he made an element for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> Just pretty easily, too. Yeah. Th- those are the two again, that come to mind for me. And he made a time travel pretty easily also. So then there's the, I don't know. Like, <laughs> he made a suit at, you know, out of shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> the list goes on. Right. Most definitely. Uh, was there anything else you guys wanted to mention before we get into Joker? Anything no, else? All good? Scorsese, yeah, yeah, let's get into it. What's that? I said, speaking of Scorsese, yeah, let's talk about Joker. Let's get into it. Sorry, there's one more thing I have to bring up. Just I, one uh, more. You're the one that has to work. I don't mind. I know. It's all right. I'm good. I'm good. It's, I still have a while until I, I have to leave. Um, okay, so recently I saw a movie, and I need you guys to get on board with me on this. Please. Electric Boogaloo. No, no, not that one. Um, so have you ever heard of the movie Serenity? Yeah. Not the Nathan Fillion film? Wait, no. No? No. Okay. So do me a favor. This is a bonus episode that has to happen. Like it has to happen. Please. Has to. Y'all never watched to. the first episode of the 100 like I asked. Did Y'all, you ask you that? Asked, yes. He did. He really we did. all went to go see replicas. I'm going to be. Wait. I'm no. going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I got four minutes in. So I attempted. <laughs> anyway, please. Just go with me on this. Watch the film. It's starring Matthew McConaughey. Is this a trick? Is it's this, is starring... this a replica situation all over again? Hold on a second. Are you hooked up to your Wi-Fi? 
Uh, yeah. Could you look up um, Serenity 2019 <laughs> cast for me it's real quick? Be a picture of AJ's ass. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I paid IMDb millions of dollars to get my ass on there. <clears throat> no, okay. So just look up, yeah, Serenity 2019 cast. This movie, just off the top of my head, has Matthew McConaughey. Diane Lane, who is still a total babe. Yeah. Um, we also have um, Anne Hathaway. We have some great actors in this film. It's a star-studded cast, one could say. Okay. Um, I, I watched I it recently because a while back ago, early, don't look up what it's about. Okay. Please do not read the synopsis. Okay. Please. If you could do me this favor, do not read it. Okay. Just know that um, I wanted to see this film. Back earlier this year, early this year, late 2018 even maybe, they had trailers for it. And it's about, you know, you don't really understand what's going on. It's Matthew McConaughey. He's under a lot of stress. He's on a boat, like a yacht. And this woman approaches him, played by Anne Hathaway, asking, you know, I need you to kill my husband. And... I was like, oh, this seems intriguing. Matthew McConaughey is an award-winning actor. He's pretty great in almost everything he's in. All right, all right, all right. Um, and more stuff beyond that. Um, and I was like, I was, I've been intrigued ever since, and I missed it in theaters. And I was like, God dang it. It was one of those ins and outs. And I was like, crud. But apparently, you know, the the um, director and writer of this film has had huge has made huge waves in cinema. Um, I'm escaping what else that's really big that he's done. Oh, I'll probably pull it up at the end of the pod and just mention it to you guys after we're done recording. But um, it was like supposed to be like this huge thing. And then unfortunately, it didn't do so well audience-wise. It didn't retain a lot of attention or didn't make a lot of money. I'll put it that way. But a lot of Oscar nods do are like that. You know what I mean? There yeah. are a lot more so lower-budget films that don't gain a lot of money, but they end up winning a bunch of awards. Just do me a favor and watch this film and come back to me. But do not read the synopsis, please. I hate to make it the forbidden fruit. Maybe the synopsis wouldn't even spoil much. But the thing is, there's a lot of things to spoil in this film. I just want to know what your guys' thoughts and feelings are on this. It's different. It's different. Is this on Prime? It's, yeah, it's available for free on Prime. Okay. So if you have Prime, I would recommend I it. If not, maybe spend four or five bucks and rent it online. Um, How long is this movie? I think it's like two hours. Okay. No, 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 no. It's like an hour and 30, 40 minutes tops. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but anyway, no, yeah. It's like an, I was surprised at how, sh- how short it was. But yeah, it's like an hour and a half, maybe an hour 40 maximum. Maximum. So if you have free time, please make the time. Next week or as soon as we can, just feel free to think whatever you want of it. Be 100% honest with your feelings. I'm okay. interested. I'm interested to see what you guys are going to think and say. Okay. okay. <laughs> Be okay. brutally honest. About what you like, maybe what you don't. I'm I'm curious. All right. Anyway, sorry. I just had to throw that out there. I saw it sure recently and was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, yes. If you have any questions or topics you want us to bring up for future episodes, hit us up on Instagram and Twitter under at sdgeekpod. That's s d g e e k p o d. Um, you can also email us under sdgeekpod at gmail.com. Again, any questions, topics, anything you want us to bring up, let us know. Rate us five stars on iTunes, on Spotify. If you can rate on Spotify, I haven't seen if you can. Do you guys have any idea? I don't think you I don't can. Think you can no. Okay, I want to say maybe. Maybe thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, something like that. Thumbs up then. Yeah. Fall thumbs up. Over, Can over we do that? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Fall show. All right. So we get into Joker, guys. Joaquin Phoenix as Joker. What'd you guys think? I thought it was great. Just that topic right off the bat. Yeah. What, what do we think of him? He as, as the Joker. Yeah. He is the Joker in He's my great. mind. Very really. different performance, I think, compared to Heath Ledger, which is totally fine. I'm Two so glad 
he went for his own thing. Is it a Joker with a dark tone? Yes, but he definitely did it his own way. I'm happy with him being the Joker. Yeah, 100%. I think he killed it. There's a in, lot in a good way. Nailed it. Way before the movie came out, he was saying that he personally does not want to do it again. Not because he disliked the character, but more so he just doesn't want to. He doesn't want it to just be a money grab. He wants it. You know, he wants to do his art and then move on from it, and step away. Um, Which but is what honestly, he's been saying since the beginning. Yes. But, I mean, if exactly a, if they decide to make a sequel and the script's good, I don't see why he would say no to it. I I, I think so. I mean, honestly, I hope he does. I hope he does. Sequels but at tend the end to of the suck. day, what's that? More, most of the time, sequels tend to suck. Yeah. Just as far as the track record goes. Uh, True. But I mean, we'll see. I don't even know if I want a sequel. I kind of like the way it, the way this one ended. It didn't. It doesn't well, need one. That's for sure. Because we all know what happens after this movie, anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Batman grows up. Things happen. Or that's does all. he? Does he? Does he? Batman? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not in this. Maybe this universe is a little bit. It's a little bit. Out We'll see. <laughs> yeah. But yes, no. Loved Walking Phoenix. What about you, John? I thought it was great. Super, super good. The laugh was insane. The yeah. laugh, oh my God. It would make me cringe every time he would do he it just it because so I, I just love how offbeat he was from everyone else in society. Like when he's out at the stand up act, um, which is shown in the trailers, you know, he's laughing at times when everyone else isn't. You know, he's like not really fully comprehending. Maybe what's funny about the act, what if you know, compared to what everyone else is thinking, he's not just comprehending it the same way. It's it's just ah, oh, it was just so awkward. I loved it. Yeah, it was crazy. It was a spectacular performance. Yes. I don't think, regardless of how you feel of the movie, I'm still a bit undecided on how I feel about the movie. But As either way, he, he 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 was amazing. Amazing, amazing performance by Joaquin Phoenix. Absolutely, I think they used him very very well. Um, I'll say this though. I feel like, I mean, and it makes sense. This is an origin story, um, an origin story out of the many, maybe I think that Joker has, but I, I, I liked that there wasn't too much Joker. I mean, he, there weren't that many shenanigans that he was going around acting like a clown with. I think at first I was a little disappointed by that, but also I kind of liked that we actually get that growth and understanding of how he becomes yeah. who he well, yeah, is destined to be. That's the whole point. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying. I, I mean, part of me was expecting a little bit more from the trailer anyway. I felt like we were going to get a little bit more Joker, actual Joker. Did but we say we were doing non-spoilers and spoilers? No, but that's I, we can definitely do that. Okay. I think that's fine. Um, just so the audience knows. No, for sure, for sure. Somebody drunkenly stumbles upon this podcast by accident. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry you made it this far, but thank you so much. <laughs> um, this isn't show Rogan experience. Right? Wait a second. What the hell? As he drops his chicken nuggets and his Bud Light onto the curb of the sidewalk. Take yep. some DMT, guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I think it goes without saying that Walking Phoenix did a great job with this. His performance is impeccable. He, I mean, he's in tears one moment. He's maniacally laughing the next. It, it's ridiculous. Well, he's never in tears. Never. He's been in. He, was, he was cries he? quite yeah. a few times. I thought in this when movie. he cries, he laughs. But the, I mean, tears are falling down his I face. I don't think and stuff I ever like noticed. That. That. Maybe except for the very beginning. I think when they show him putting on the makeup, the, you kind of see tears. But I think that's the now. There was a couple of times oh, where shit. you see his. his there, I don't want to spoil running, one yeah. thing, but yeah, there is a point where there's like a long tear going down. Mm-hmm. Shit. Oh, have remind to say. me. <laughs> <laughs> we might we might have to get back to that later. But yeah. no, yeah. Um, what is this movie about, guys? Talk to me. It's about Joker. It's about a guy and society. Why did society make me this way? And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear makeup. And how dare you do this to me, society? Right. I mean, I guess you, as you could tell in the trailer, he starts off as like a sign spinner, 
advertiser and dresses as a clown, goes to different events as a clown, and then one day society does decides not to treat him so well, and it seems like he's kind of a guy that's kind of beaten, been teased and beaten down his whole life. Maybe oh, physically. Definitely was, yeah. Yeah, and then eventually <laughs> you kind of just see when someone snaps after getting that a little too much. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, you get this from the trailers also, but there's a yeah. lot of... Uh, a lot of parallels to the the Killing Joke origin story that has been told by the Joker. Without spoilers, how do you think you would compare it? There are. Uh, he's a comedian. He's a struggling comedian, and he's very struggling. Yeah, very struggling comedian, and things just seem to be going downhill uh, over and over, time after time, for this guy. For sure. Um, yeah, you get. I guess, I don't know. He starts to build some relationships, which tend to crumble to pieces after a while, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I, and I don't want to get into specifics quite yet, but um, I did enjoy that as well. The way he interacts with other people, it's interesting because, I mean, it he does seem like a guy with mostly good intentions in life. He's just trying to get by like everyone else. It's just that he has certain difficulties that other people around him don't. And that kind of just, he ends up being just someone that's very, very, very uh, misunderstood yeah. and outcast in society, which I, I liked about that very much. So I didn't realize that till like a day after watching it, but just more so, I, again, I just feel like he was a guy with good intentions throughout. Yeah, it. like there's a part, they show this in the trailer as well, but there's a part where he's trying to make a kid on a bus laugh. Yeah. And then the mother's just like, the fuck's wrong with you? Mm. Stop bothering my kid. And he's just trying to make the, a kid smile that's all he's doing yeah he was just being a nice guy he yeah. was doing nothing wrong necessarily mm -hmm. yeah i mean i can understand why maybe that could be disturbing especially in like a paranoid kind of society it's not like he tried to get the kid's attention the kid was like staring at him exactly and if she were a better mother she would be paying attention to that shit exactly exactly and she blamed it on him rather than yeah. herself or the kid for that matter mm -hmm understandable I, maybe he didn't have the best comeback and like saying like i wasn't bothering your son but at the same time i mean he really wasn't he was just being honest yeah he's just not the most socially adept person that's all you can Is really that, say yeah. about him um but and then he does have this condition which I, I mean i loved the way that joaquin phoenix apparently during the the filming of this he went to the to the director and writer and was just like i don't know if what we're doing is 100 percent I feel is the right thing. And so oh, they sure. actually went through about halfway through making this film and started adjusting more. So what he was going to be doing, I don't think reshoots were done. I don't think they would there were. spend enough. Were there? We talked about it before. I, I just don't know if they would do like six weeks again of reshoots all over again, but did they say why? I don't know about Maybe it was reshoots of this? for six weeks, but I think... Okay. They, or, and then there was another thing. On, on top of some reshoots, they also... Wasn't there talk about them like write, like rewriting the script as they were shooting? I don't know about that. I, I can't, I can't confirm it. There was that because everybody was like, oh no, what does this mean for, for Joker? Does this mean things are going bad? And it's, movies do that all the time. And I see. It, look, it turned out fine. I, I'm, I'm glad that they did though because yeah, apparently like he just felt like things weren't quite right. They weren't hitting notes quite the way he felt like they could and that they should. And so yeah, they went back and tried to really rework the character a little bit more. And I'm glad that they did. I feel like for the most part, anytime you see Joaquin Phoenix on screen, he's blowing me away. He's, he, I'm, yeah. I would say so. Amazing actor. Yeah. I do also like how this movie is very much told from his, his perspective. Like, yes, it just follows yes. him in in his life. Which There's no grand... There's really no outside perspective. On, yeah. It's just him. Him living his life? Yeah, just him living and his life. Him indirectly causing chaos. Yeah, yeah. very indirectly, yeah. which was kind of cool. Um, yeah, he's kind of just more of a victim of circumstance. Yeah. And yet, ultimately, chooses whether he wants to or doesn't want to embrace it. You know, it's interesting to see where the where character goes. Eh, 
is it though? We'll lots see. Lots of interpretations. Yeah, yeah, yeah lots, lots, lots of opinions and interpretations. See what, what's going on here. Um, let's see here. Should we get into rating this film, or do you guys want to save that for later? I still don't know what I would rate it, so I'd much rather wait. I'm just gonna before we get into later in the review. I'm just gonna say this. I wish I would have seen it a second time before rev- recording this today. I saw it on I Friday, really wish. and I'm glad. Same. I'm recording this on Sunday, so I'm very glad it. We're recording this two days after I watched it because I really, really need to stew on it, and I'm I'm still kind of reeling from it. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. I'm glad that I had a little more time to digest and think about it. It has been in the back of my mind since I've seen it, but at the same time, I would like a little bit more of exposure, a little more Me exposure well. to it. Yeah, which I look forward to. Maybe this coming week, I'll get back into the theaters for sure to do so. Um, spoilers? Anything else you guys want to mention before we get into it? Nah, spoilers. All right. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you have not yet seen this movie, go watch it. What are you doing? Yeah, go watch it. Come back and finish this episode once we get into it. Because, yeah, it's going down now. Spoiler warning, you're now in. Um, What's real? Dude, we don't know what's real. What is real? What's not real? The first, is it real? At least in my mind, was the whole girlfriend thing. Am I, I, crazy? I thought it was off right from the coming. beginning. I saw I, that coming. I didn't know she was going to just a figment of his imagination. Yeah, I did not think that was going to be. But I thought it was off. From him stalking her to her being 100% okay with it. Yeah. That I, I, made me feel very... And then she... A joke? Right. That's why she just fell in love with him? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, she was always she was nice to him the first time they ever met. Was she? She, she just, just made, made it, like, she a just, little thing. Well, like, she was just crazy. being one human communicating to another, like, oh, life sucks, doesn't it, sometimes? You know what I mean? She wasn't <laughs> being like... And I even thought that was kind of fucked. I'm just like... Just because your kids ask, like asking you a question, you want you're saying <laughs> that you want to kill yourself. You know what? Let's wait till we're parents and get nagged a million questions a day, and then we'll go back and review this question. No, no, I want to do I it already. No, it's, I don't need kids to want to do that. I'm just saying, <laughs> you, convey, you don't convey that to a stranger. I, I thought that that was a little off as well, but at the same time, eh. that's also a reference to Taxi Driver because he does. This Apparently, thing this movie has a lot of. Uh, taxi driver slash Scorsese. I like, have a very big nods. rant about that, which we'll get to later. Cool. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'm, apparently it's, there's a lot of similar story beats, if not mm. identical story yeah. beats. Yeah, that's what I was hearing. Yeah. yeah. I, I've never seen Taxi Driver, though, unfortunately, as I've heard for since my whole life, I guess. Um, but yeah, that was a crazy reveal, though. All of a sudden, you realize she was never there all along, but she was there whenever he needed her to be there. Like, for support. Like, he's out at the comedy club. He's bombing. But then there's a scene where she politely and kind of maybe genuinely is laughing at his jokes. You know what I mean? Which is, I thought, kind of cool. Like, oh, wow, this is a nice supportive character. She actually kind of cares about him. Um, When he he apparently is aroused by, you know, murdering these three guys in the the subway train or whatever. And what does he do? He goes back to her confesses his true feelings and makes out with her and you know apparently probably has sex with her you know yeah. makes in love if you will what's oh, that yeah. in clown makeup she I'm did not- some freaky shit <laughs> but um again he's there whenever he needs her to be well what's the other oh when his mom's in the hospital she's there by his side and giving him a kiss as well comforting I knew him. it almost immediately because I'm just like really she's, yeah because I'm just like okay she's not interacting with anybody else but him nobody else acknowledges that she's there I mean, he's uh, kind she, of a loner, though. And then, again, like John said, it's just like, why would you be okay with some dude stalking you? Like, that's creepy. It's weird. I, I thought Joker had game for a minute there. Like, when like she oh, comes no. to, the, to his room. He has the opposite of game. Yeah. Like, he does Stalking not, is not game, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I know. But she approached him about it, and he was honest. And then he cracked a little joke. 
And she took it well, and he stumbled into a joke. Yeah, but he was but telling still, the truth, and she just yeah, kind of laughed he it off. One hundred percent telling the truth. I, I, that's why I liked it because it was like, oh shit, you get the irony behind the joke, and that like, oh no, oh no, yeah, that's an, a very real situation. But he got lucky, made her laugh, and sometimes people just get lucky in life. You know what I mean? I mean, I was thinking the whole time as. Handsome as Joaquin Phoenix is as a person, and I think I personally got glimpses of it throughout the film. Like, oh wow, yeah, I forget he's actually a pretty good-looking guy. Yeah. Even though he looks ridiculous in this film in the best of ways, um, at the same time I was like, well, she's really young and really cute. I don't know if this is how real this is, but then again, girls fall for guys that aren't exactly in their league all the time. And then they also tease you almost immediately uh, that maybe that, that he's an unreliable narrator. When you see the part where he he's watching the Robert De Niro's TV show, and then it kind of yes. he kind of like right transitions into, into him yep. being in the audience and talking about his life and how everybody's how the dude's proud of him and wants to be his father or whatever the hell. Yeah, wants to be his daddy. Well, yeah, I think that was definitely the most obvious false truth in this mm-hmm. film, or I guess just I guess glamorification of his life, if you will. Right. Um, but other than that, I I honestly did not see the girlfriend thing coming until all of a sudden she's asking, like you know, you're in the wrong apartment. Can I get your mom to, or someone to get you or something yeah. like that? I was like, oh, my God. Like, I don't know if I needed the uh, whole finger gun to the head thing to happen again. I think it was Another a nice little callback. Thing, yeah. There you go. He kills them, right? I, I It so. doesn't say. It, never, it doesn't really show it, does it? No. I feel like I maybe he just he left. Does. Yeah, I think he just left. Maybe. But there's that's one thing that I didn't really get that much payoff of. It's just like, okay, he was there. That was a very creepy moment for a moment. And now he's not doing that anymore. Well, I think that the whole payoff is that he made it up. It was all in his head. Yeah, that, 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 that's true. I just wish... There, there are some scenes in this film where I don't understand quite the jump from what was happening to now all of a sudden this is something else. I don't it know. It did kind of feel like the movie was a bit too quick, just pacing-wise. Yep. Yeah, I would say so. I, I, it didn't bother me too much, but it was something that I, I didn't really feel like I got to... Uh, like, every every bad thing that was happening... it. I didn't feel like it had so much impact because we were right away jumping into the next thing. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Very right. No, no. That's yeah. how I feel about it. Yeah. Thank you for, I guess, expanding upon that more. It's very true. I agree. Um, have you guys heard some of the, like the, well, not some, a lot of the negative media around this film, as far as like with a lot of public violence we've had over the past several years now that this movie is kind of glamorizing and kind of legitimizing, you know, legitimizing kind of it yeah. and maybe even like, Supporting it or promoting it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can I can see where people are coming from because part of the way through this film, I, I was all of a sudden came, became very aware of it because I was thinking, like, this happened for Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Is this going to happen right now? Like, I honestly, it mind, did kind yeah. of freak me out. And it didn't, it wasn't like, oh, this movie is so prolific. It's making me feel this way. It's like, no, this is something that, you know, in front of you on screen, this is happening. It, it's happened before in real life. Is and, it going to happen and again? people like this exist people that absolutely feel like they're kind of just shunned by society and are left to fend for themselves and with nobody really caring about them absolutely so i can see people absolutely drawing an attachment to this character and possibly drawing inspiration i mean yeah. like you said it's happened in the past in very real life funny yes. story about that so i went to go see the movie by myself Ooh, so i sat by myself creepy. i'm sorry um, so i and i was like really <laughs> into the movie that's good as I am with movies like this that kind of really require you to, to, to pay attention and really digest everything that's happening. Most deaf. And I, I kept thinking to myself, I wonder if any if there's like an undercover cop staring at me right now that I'm like super <laughs> into this movie and I'm just sitting here by myself. He's enjoying this a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I agree. I mean, I would hope, but it was cool. I actually stopped by um, after work last night to my local theater over here and uh, just to see if maybe there was a random midnight showing there wasn't. But there were two cops outside of the theater. Like, I'm, I was happy there to see that. was. I was yeah, happy to see that. Really? There's been a lot of extended well. security for this movie. Oh, yeah. A lot. Was it like, you know what? I guess my theater also had a cop or two there. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. I think it's super necessary. It's unfortunate and I hate that the world is like this, but Not you don't want the wrong Mostly people the getting United the United States. Yeah. <laughs> very true. Very true. But it's it's the country we live in, unfortunately, yeah. that stuff like this is happening way more than anywhere else. Um, but at least necessary measures are being taken. At least in the same way that it's happening. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's kind of glamorizing that kind of lifestyle, which is not the greatest thing. Um, I don't think it's purposely doing that, though. I, I honestly, I'm obviously, I don't believe the filmmaker is trying to actually make this a good thing or make yeah. this a positive light. Just it's telling just, a story, but yeah. the, the, it's just the, the idea and the very real possibility that people that relate to this character can actually see themselves in him and maybe try something. Absolutely. I, I mean, I would say that this takes it to a much more real degree than dark Knight was able to do. Yeah. Um, just because it wasn't a Joker movie. Joker was in it. But we didn't get to see him live his day to day life, right? Exactly, yeah. where you get a which lot was a more great of him. scene too. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Which scene are we talking about? When he wanted to be called Joker. Yeah, that was pretty cool. When he's talking yes. to uh, what's the actor's name? Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah. And then the guy, the his like agent telling him, "No, Mark don't put Baron. him on. Don't yeah. put him on." And he's right. like, "No, nah, I, li- I like this kid." Mm-hmm. I didn't realize, but I do think that whole scene was made up too. It feels like really? it's too convenient, right? Yeah, because cops were just getting their asses kicked by these clowns, and they're going to put a clown on a very popular TV show. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean... He, and the fact that they called him onto the show to begin with mm-hmm. feels kind of weird. Well, I mean, he did mock him on the show before I he mean, aired, it was, and it got it a lot done, of buzz. Yeah. So it makes sense as to, hey, we had we showed his segments or some of his jokes on TV. Let's bring him in so everyone can have everyone can have an in person laugh now. You know what I mean? So it was kind make, of dickish so of Robert De Niro. Of, that's what I mean. So we can make fun of this guy on live television. Yeah, I mean he did it already. Why not do it to his face now? At that point, I mean Robert De Niro mainly is typecast typecasted for a very good reason as a very like, how can I say? What what what, what were some words you could give to Robert De Niro's acting? Or like as his characters, what would you say he usually is? He's I would usually, say a very headstrong guy, a very like type A kind of guy. Yeah. So I, I, I and I could see him being like, even though he was polite to him, it was also kind of probably you, fake my politeness. Friend, have not seen Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> to be fair, or is it bad grandpa? Huh? Is it bad grandpa or dirty grandpa? Whatever. Okay. Whatever it's called. I haven't seen it either. But okay. I don't imagine him being the same type of character <laughs> he normally is. Sure. Well, I can just say, like, I mean, for even a silly example, Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Even though it's a super, like, silly movie, he's still very type A, like, in-your-face kind of guy, you know? So I, th- that's just my feelings on him. So I could see him portraying the same type of person in this film. Obviously, very different movie than Meet the Fockers, if you will. But still, Robert De Niro, he kind of plays the same guy over and over to a degree. Right. I mean, maybe I, sometimes I guess he's, I can see that. Uh, that's all. I don't know. Maybe it's a weak example, but that's just my opinion on him. So I could see like, yeah, let's insult this guy on TV. And now that he's here, we'll do it all over again. I don't know. And I think it was a good way to kind of drive Joker to actually becoming more of the Joker for that matter. Because now he finally kills someone like 
in front of everybody. So I don't I know. I kind of like that. I do like that he, he didn't plan on doing any of that. He planned you don't on... You think so? He, well, he didn't. He planned on killing himself on the air. It, yeah, it the shows knock, it knock, and then... Yeah. True. True. He does plan. Well, he also talks about doing that multiple times throughout the film, whether he's verbalizing it or writing it down in a notebook. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. That's a pretty funny joke, by the way. I got to say. I hope my life makes, or my more, death makes more, more sense than my life. That's a pretty, it's a dark one, but it's a pretty funny joke. I snickered a little bit, yeah. And then even the, even the one that he tells uh, on the, that, that gets him on the freaking, on Robert De Niro's show, like, we're just like, as a kid, they laughed at me when I said I'd be a comedian, but who's laughing now? Or they're not, that's a pretty funny joke. And then met by crickets, though. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of messed it's up. It's a really good joke. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, re, it, the movie did a good job of making everyone hate Robert De Niro's character just because it was weird because, again, he is a dick. He mocks him throughout the entire first part of you know introducing him as a comedian. And then in person, he acts super sweet and polite and make, makes face and everything like that. And then once it comes down to the jokes, an immediate asshole all over again. I didn't quite understand that. I'm like, is he nice or is he clearly just really well, not? Or is he doing this for the a, show? He's a TV personality. So yeah. he, it's, it's almost it's, like a caricature of, of you're, you're yeah. pretty much playing he's a acting. character at that point. True. He's acting. True. But just what a dick. God it's damn. like YouTubers. It's the exact same thing. You're a personality yeah. and you kind of just have to play up that personality, but that's not who you are all the time. Agreed. I would say that I put on, yeah, I add a little something extra when I do this with you guys. Not you me, know I'm way I mean? too lazy for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more talkative. I'll put it that way, I All think. Right. But yeah, no, I can understand that. But okay, we're talking about what's real, what isn't. Part of me wonders if any of it is fucking real at I all. I mean, I think that's the whole point. Yeah. Like the ending, what the hell? Yeah. I, it, again, this is just another portion of the movie where this m- crazy thing is happening and then something totally different happens really the next. Really cool imagery at the end there when he survives the, the car crash and yeah. then he gets, he gets his blood and makes his smile. That was so good. Wider. That was yeah, a tight part. Really good. Really cool. Super cool. This movie is filled with great shots throughout it. The dancing scene. I will say this though, that when he's going down the steps, I think the trailer did that a lot better. Yeah. But eventually it got there. It just, what was the song that was playing? It um, was some pop song. I don't remember. But from remember back in the day. It was weird. Yeah, I, I forget. Or some, like rock pop. It felt pop. a little awkward at first, but then it built into the epicosity of the fi- of the scene. Yeah, and that's when it really when it slowed down and everything. Mm-hmm. I loved that. It took a while to get into it, but eventually it got the there. Transformation was there. It. He was complete. He was all in. He was committed. I would. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of spotted that from the beginning. Did you but get I, it? Did you get it? Because he was coming down the stairs. Yeah. Did you get it? He's coming down to their level. He, earlier, he was climbing up the stairs. And it was yeah, a long, terrible journey every get day. Uh, what, what's he talking he about? <laughs> <laughs> I loved the scene where he kills his, I guess, quote-unquote friend from his um, clown agency. Dude, he freaking that murders dude that guy. And he yeah. lets the midget go. I love that. Right. I thought he was going to kill him. Little I, person. I kinda, little person. <laughs> <There> yeah. <laughs> little person. You're going to bleep that, AJ. Oh, yeah. Time code is 5725. Watch me say it seven times in a row. Oh, my God. Like <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> oh, God. You know what, AJ? Your mother's a bleep. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, it, it shows. Dang. It shows that the character actually has some empathy. He actually has sympathy and he's not just 100% crazy. I like how he scares him. He was like, you can go. He does scare him. And then as he's passing by, he's like, ah! That's <laughs> 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 so messed up. And then the lock's too high for him. 
Yeah. And he even laughs. He's like, I'm sorry about that. And then he lets him go. Mm-hmm. I, it goes to show that he's not 100% just bad. And you he know? even says, like, you were the only one that was nice to me. Yeah. He has a moral compass to a degree, for better or worse. It's a terrible moral compass that doesn't know how to point north, but he has something. He has something to him. Um, what did you guys think of the whole mom situation? His mom, I should say. So that was pretty we don't bonkers. Even know if that's how much of that is real, right? How much of it yeah. is true? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and um, so I went to go see this with Sin, and she had a good question. I thought it's escaping me as soon as I bring it up, but um, essentially, how was it that he didn't remember? What happened in his childhood it's to him. the same thing Yvonne said. But at the yeah. same time, they do talk when about you go through trauma head, yeah. And, yeah. and head injuries as well. Which is why mm-hmm. I figured he has the laugh was because they yes. say he had head on trauma. Mm-hmm. And also on his card, he says, you know, psychological damage and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense that, you know, whether it's serious trauma, be it emotional, physical, whatever. But then on top of that, his head trauma as well, like quite physical. It, it makes sense as to why he would block all that out. But it was it's a pretty rough story. Like again, we don't know how true her story is or on what angle of it is true anyway. Yeah. Was she crazy and just made up the whole relationship or did they sleep together Thomas Wayne and her and he was actually Because even after that revelation happens, yes. he, there's still a picture of his mom when it was younger and on the back it says I love your smile uh, TW. See? So I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I saw I love your smile, but I didn't notice the TW. Yeah, so but she could have wrote that herself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. So we yep. just don't know. Which is kind of cool. I, I'm fine with that actually. Mm-hmm. It, it's he, not definitive. He killed her pretty easily. Like there was no doctors, no nurses. You would think if the heart rate was going it's down, fun. the cardiograph it, it, was going down. Co- you get a code red. Like, yeah. Right. That's what made me feel like how she much made of up? this is real. Was the mom right. just made up altogether? Yeah. That's a great point. And if you think about it, the cardiograph was going, it was beeping. And when her heart rate was raising, it was going crazy. But then once she died, there was no flatline sound nope. whatsoever. It was silent yeah. at that point, and which I thought away. was like, what's going on here exactly? Like, I want to believe he murdered her, which sent him off the deep end for sure at that point. Um, as if killing three people didn't already. But um, I guess he had nothing to lose after that. But it was still weird. Like, yeah, we don't really know how much to believe from any of this again it's all told from his perspective yeah so and we're he's kind an of unreliable narrator yeah we don't know what's real and what isn't absolutely there, there are certainly so cool. clues i i love that aspect of this movie so do i as mu- here's mm. please i'll wait do you want to well, hear my yeah, problems hear it. with it let me say this point but please mm-hmm. say it right after i'm just gonna say i love it because it sticks true to the joker's character from the beginning of time that there is no solid origin story of his True. at all. And there still isn't one, even, even if you take even the in movie, his origin story movie, <laughs> even if you take the movie at face value and yes. say that all of these events happened, minus right. the ones that are clearly fantasy, mm-hmm. he's still an orphan. We still don't know what his real name is. We Absolutely. still don't know like who is, whose parents are like, he's still pretty much just, an enigma, of agent of chaos. If he's not an orphan, he's a bastard child of Thomas Wayne. Yeah. We don't know what to believe. You yeah. know what I mean? It's kind of crazy. But please, your point. So here's my biggest problem with this movie. This movie is really just a remake slash combination of two Scorsese movies. This movie is Taxi Driver and The King of Comedy with Joker and some Batman lore thrown into it. And that's my biggest issue. That it's basically a remake of two Scorsese movies put together. 
If I'm not mistaken, this movie is produced by Scorsese's film company too. Um, one, of his, one of his very close Todd, associates made the film. And Todd Phillips has come out and said that it's heavily inspired by Scorsese movies. Which is great. Which I was excited for, but I didn't know they were just going to blatantly fucking so yeah, make those movies again. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking insane. And, and I, this is where the conflict in me comes from. Because I, 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 I want to say I enjoy the movie. I think I enjoy the movie, but it's, it's hard for me to fully commit to that when I can just see Taxi Driver and King of Comedy and they're probably better movies wow. at least well king of comedies maybe not that great but taxi driver is fantastic even still to this day oh yeah okay awesome classic of cinema gotcha young de niro in that too kind of both wild. of them actually wow i look forward to watching it now i, I need from, to for just everybody kind of knows king of uh taxi driver yeah. but yeah are you guys familiar with king of comedy i've nope. heard of it but never watched so it, no. it's starring robert de niro and he's a struggling comedian and that movie is also told like with fantasy bits in it like some bits of that movie are played out in his head some of it's not actually real he's an unreliable narrator and then he'll he, he kidnaps and blackmails jerry lewis who is also a talk show host comedian and blackmails him into allowing him to be on his show Huh. You could definitely see the direct parallels there. Right. Well, not exactly blackmailing, but still the whole inviting onto the talk show, et cetera. And, and the struggling comedian yeah, and all that stuff. Absolutely. And then the taxi driver is pretty self-explanatory. He's a man. You, we follow this man's journey into insanity. Uh, and then there's the visual cues, the gun to the head thing, all that stuff. Like it's, it, it bothers me. All we're missing is you talking to me. That's about it. Yeah. In this film. <laughs> and, and he, yeah. And he even does the part where he's looking in the mirror when he does his dance and stuff. Like and the, the film has Robert stall. De Niro. So, hey. And yeah. Like, it's, it's, it just bothers me. Yeah. It really does. I like the movie, I think, but I can't, I can't let that go. I can't let it go that it's just, it's, you just remade two Scorsese movies in one. Right. It really I, bothers me. I can understand that. It's like. It's weird because a lot of this is accepted nowadays with with stories that are like in the public domain. You know, a lot of Shakespeare and stuff like that has been rehashed time and time so again. Times. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, other great authors of their day as well and playwrights. But at the same time, um, I, I mean, again, those are eons old at this point. Maybe not eons. Bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> well. But still hundreds, if not thousands of years old and all that, yeah. whatever. Um, but this is like within the past several decades, you know what I mean? It's not that long ago Taxi Driver came about. Yeah. You know? What, is it maybe a 40-year-old movie, something like Just that? Just about, yeah. Came out in the so, 70s. Even though that's older than us as people, at the same time, there's a lot of people that still remember that. You're someone younger than the film is, and yet you can make those connections easily. Yeah. So, again, how is is this too soon to try to rehash something like that? It just feels Probably. cheap. Yeah. It feels very mm. cheap. It makes sense. If it's the same blueprint, but just with different characters involved. Yeah. And, and are they that different for that matter anyway? And if, again, it feels like a good movie, but it just feels like they, they didn't really stretch out their creative juices all that much. They kind of just took the blueprint from those movies and then kind of put them together. Luckily, they had great actors to fill in those roles, I guess. That's, the yep. pro- that's, that's where the conflict is, because it is, it is a good movie. But I don't know if I could forgive that. I don't know if I could forgive it. Understandable. If you want to see another movie where... Joaquin Phoenix is like psychologically damaged and you're not quite sure what's real or what's not, I think is a better movie to a degree. Uh, I brought it up before on the yeah, podcast, you but her? you were never really here. Did you guys ever? No, like her. her is great though. Another I haven't great seen film. that one. Never I've seen her? I've heard it's good, but yeah. Super good. Her? Yeah. Oh, I would highly recommend it. Yeah. But uh, you were never list. really here or never really heard. Yeah. Uh, but no, that, that movie is very good as well. Also on Amazon Prime for free. Okay. So I would highly recommend it. Two very different Joaquin Phoenix body types between these films. 
between uh <laughs> between Joker and you never really hear. You'll see. I just saw in an interview that he he actually wanted to gain weight for this role too. But I think he it's oh. better off that he didn't. I, I think it the, is his that his normal body type. I know uh, no. he's thin, oh, okay. but he's I was also like, Fuck, he's anorexic in this movie. Oh yeah. Well, there's some shots that he kind of like contorts his back to make him look a bit more right, like unhuman, like monstrous. But there's there's some shots where he, you could tell he's actually kind of in pretty good shape. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's Maybe not in the best shape of his life, but he's not he's not that skinny. Yeah, and you and you were never really here. You could tell that even though he's a little bit heavier in that film, he could still like he has serious tone to him at the same time so yeah he's like dad buff i'll put it that way <laughs> <laughs> but a little more than dad buff i would say mm-hmm. but anyway i would definitely recommend that one that's a very good psychological thriller of his and it's it's a pretty short film too if i'm not mistaken maybe an hour and a half um but her another great film very different from this but again another i wouldn't i would don't know if i would call him psychologically damaged just more of a, a man of his time because uh, i could see, dead, I, well yeah i, guess I can see damaged. why that movie is so prolific because I honestly think that is probably the future to a degree, and maybe the future will go down the same way that movie does. Uh, I think it was you a little about sex bots. I, oh, I think that's def- that's happening now. <laughs> <laughs> My garage How much littered with them. <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about that yet. <laughs> when they become a sponsor, we'll mention it. <laughs> anyway, we're laughing, but one day it's going to be a thing. You see, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, those are also very good. Joaquin Phoenix movies, better than this one, I might say, and more original for sure. Okay, uh, I'll just, really, you you also think her is better than Joker? Yeah. Whoops. Oh, I, I think it was Maybe a better. I rewatch her. Then. I think it's a better film. That's just in my opinion. I think Joker was great, but. Now, since I've been hearing, and especially from Peter now, the lack of originality in this film, it kind of just takes away from it just a little bit. A little win from the sales. As much as I enjoyed this film, it sucks to know that I can watch this movie in two other ones yeah. You know that aren't that old either. Mm-hmm. Do some of them hold up so well? I mean, apparently Taxi Driver does, so oh, I'm, yeah. down, I'm totally down to watch that. That's unfortunately one thing that takes me away from older bits of media is that I feel like if I'm watching something old, I might not connect with it very well. I might... S- see the cheesiness too much in of it uh, too much of it but at the same time if it's well made it's well made i feel i was nervous about um what was the comic we talked about a few weeks ago kingdom, kingdom come kingdom yeah. come i was turned off by the art style at first and i was like this thing was written when i was in kindergarten or something like that yeah. am i going to care about this at all and it was amazing i mm-hmm. loved that storyline so I'm down to watch Taxi Driver. That thing has enough acclaim as it is already oh yeah very so good i'm down but yeah two better Joaquin Phoenix films of similar tone you're never really here, and her. I'm I would go highly off the recommend subject it. for just a second. Please go Speaking ahead. Of other old things that hold up very well. I started watching I Love Lucy again. I Love Lucy is great. <laughs> I Love Lucy is great. It's a fantastic. Mm, the one thing that doesn't hold up very well is maybe <laughs> some episodes the so way they treat women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or the way they. I talk mean, it's about of women. its time. It is of its time. It is of its time. But she was still like the first, I feel, that people probably saw of a strong woman role, though. You know what I yeah. mean? Like She oh, wasn't yeah. just bending to Freddie's will. Yeah. She was telling him off. Mm-hmm. And she was telling other people off, too. She was her own woman, which I think was pretty cool. And I can understand why it was so huge for its time. Absolutely. I mean, it's obviously super silly and fun. But also, she's not willing to take people's shit very much either. You There's know? an episode where Rick gets talked into... Uh, Drugging her to put her to sleep because for Fred's request because she's being crazy, oh and I'm just God. like, oh, that's weird, <laughs> but okay. I'm gonna just say that that's you know they were we married in real life, not do anymore, yeah. and you know they hated each other. 
Really? They, they, got, the they got divorced. No, yeah. dirt, like early in the show, I believe, like maybe three or four seasons in. Mm. Hey, and but they it's a cash cow. hated each other. From my understanding, they hated each other. Wow. But they still film. Hey. She's got to go on. She I was even pregnant while the show was going yes. on. They threw it, incorporated Was she that the, the first person, the first woman to be shown pregnant on TV? She, I, I know that, that show had a couple of first because mm-hmm. I think they were also one of the first to show couples sharing a bed. Yes, that's definitely true. Oh wow, oh, that's true. Like yeah, Brady both, Bunch didn't that's how old that show is. Yeah. That was a big deal. Wow, that's pretty wild to think. Mm-hmm. Jeez, no sex in the bedroom, kids. <laughs> don't push those beds together. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't turn those two twins into a queen. No way. <laughs> I don't need a queen. <laughs> mm. I'll use the floor. Sometimes it's more fun with the, with the smaller. Sometimes the bed. you gotta be give me a couple of garbage bags in an alley. Like I'll make I'll make it work. It's like a dirty MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cough again. I don't want to cough on the pod. God dang it! I don't want to gross anyone out. I'm decomposing slowly but surely, even from last week too. Um, but I'm getting better. A little less coughs this time. But anyway, yes. Anything else you guys want to talk about with Joker? I do want to say some bits that I loved. There are homages yes. to the comics in a lot of cool ways. Uh, the entire uh, last bit where Joker actually goes onto the TV on TV um, that's pretty much pulled straight from the Dark Knight Returns. Oh, uh, nice. yeah, nice. Where he goes almost down to the even down to the part where he just plants a big kiss on the the lady. <laughs> I uh, love that part, by the way. How that he was just really goes funny. on a rampage during it. Oh, even his speech <laughs> is pretty cool. It's kind of cringy at first when he starts admitting to the murders. And then he's going back and forth with De Niro. But I honestly think that's the point. Because, again, he's not very charismatic. He's not very uh, socially adept. So it's it feels very out of place and it feels very awkward. And I think that's the intention. But yeah. then at the very end, when he does his whole speech, uh, right before he shoots him, I forget exactly what he says. Talking like, about in the you, comic or in the movie? In the movie. Okay. He's like, what do you get? What do you take a guy and you ignore him in society or whatever i don't remember i forget what the speech and he's like you get what you deserve and then <laughs> that was pretty insane i, I actually pretty fucking awesome. i audibly said like oh my gosh yeah like, I, I it was pretty gruesome it mm-hmm. was heavy like there aren't a lot of gruesome scenes in this film i would say but when they happen they're they pretty happen. intense yeah. Yeah. I, I would say the one that hit me the least though was when he first kills the three guys yeah cause that one was because they're, they're shit people because you're just yeah. like yeah fuck them fuck those guys fair enough yeah they, they get in a way they kind of got what they deserve for all we know they're Rapist assholes, you know what I mean? They were assholes at the very least. It seemed you know? like they were going to be rapists the way they yeah. were talking to that girl. If Absolutely. He, yeah, if, if he was, if, um, if anything, he helped her yeah, by Yeah, Joker away. wasn't there. He, they, she probably, something terrible probably would have happened to her. Yeah, true that, true that. But he, like, kind of drew their attention, incidentally. I, I have to agree with you in that. I loved how honest of an actor he was in that scene when he's talking with Robert De Niro on the talk show like Mm -hmm. I was just like it just seems like something I would watch on TV and when it shows loop over and over again on the smaller monitors as the camera's panning away from the shot it was just like oh my god and they just kept replaying and replaying over and over I was like yeah I could totally like I don't want it to happen obviously but I could see this happening Mm -hmm. it was just it was shot all too real which is kind of disturbing and I think Heath Ledger could have done something very similar had he ever been you know, around to do so. But at the same time, I love the originality between the two character, between the two actors towards this character. Could you that- pick a favorite? I don't know if I could, cause they're very different films. Wait, between the two jokers was Ledger and Phoenix. Yeah. You can't do that. That's like comparing Ledger to Cesar Romero. They're like, completely- Cesar Romero's better. <laughs> <laughs> the mustache is you better. Like, I'll give him that. Like the, the grease paint mustache. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> How about you, John? Do you have a, do you have a preferred? No, I agree. Oh, I was, no? just, I was no just curious. Oh, okay. they're, they're just two different kinds of jokers. I mean, for this matter, they're two different movies. I, I like I talked about earlier, Dark Knight. It was Joker okay. in the film. I have a question. 
Would you guys rather see a sequel to this Joker movie or oh. a sequel to Heath Ledger's Joker if he was still Ooh. alive? I'm well, I both. Favorite, I want both. But you he, Heath one. Ledger, 100%. Okay, because cool. I, originally he was planned to make a, at least an appearance in The Dark Knight Rises. So that character was meant to have a, a, a Probably would have been an Arkham or something. Role. I know for a fact that um, uh, Jonathan Crane, the, the scarecrow dude, when he's like judging people at the at like at No Man's Land, that was supposed to be the Joker. Oh wow, and that would have been I, fucking amazing. Yeah, and I think there was he was supposed <laughs> to be a bit more involved as well, but for sure that was supposed to be him. That is the throne that Joker should have had. It was cool to see Scarecrow in there, but it could have been you know the throne could have been held by someone much better, which yeah. would have been Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, yeah, I, I, the only thing is I, I worry that more exposure to jo- to Heath Ledger's Joker may have been a little too much. I think even though I want I want still to this day, I wish we could have had more Joker within Dark Knight. I think any more, who knows? Maybe it would have, I don't know if it would have gone stale. I just would have liked a little bit, I don't know. It's well, just so think, hard. Okay, It's so difficult for me to choose. It's hard to ignore. I'm going to address the elephant in the room. Please. One of the biggest reasons... Not to take away from the performance because it is amazing and that's one of the best comic book movies ever from, made. From Ledger? Uh, yeah, from Ledger and the Dark Knight. But you got to say, a lot of the praise that is given to that movie is because of Heath Ledger's death right after. Mm. There, oh. I said it. Controversial. I wouldn't go that no, far. No, b- because... I mean, the movie me was... Hear ahead. me out. Because we will never get to see it again. Because we will never get to... Mm. Like, it's, it's so sad. like we, I mean, he got taken from us too soon. Very much to Jerry so. Leto... <laughs> yeah, I but that performance was shit front to back. I'm not saying it. I'm not, I'm not saying any he, way you wipe it, it's not getting any better. I'm not There's saying stains. I'm not saying the that character. Heath Ledger's Joker only gets praised because of his death. Yeah. Not at all. He's mm. fantastic, but I feel like there's also an added layer because of his the heartbreak death behind afterwards. it. Yes. Yeah, I, I I agree with you to a to a degree. Yeah, AJ scooting his chair I, away I from me right I'm now. I'm a little nervous to say that I agree, but I understand that it is so sad that he left us way too soon before we could have gotten another performance from him with that, you know, or for any other movie that God, he's he in. He just shut everybody the fuck up. Everybody was like, "This guy is the Joker, the dude from the Pretty Boy to save your." Boyfriend or whatever the fuck that movie was called. Uh, Ten things I hate about yeah, you. Yeah, that one. No, uh, he and was. He fucking shut everyone up. He was yep. spectacular in that yeah. film. He always will be spectacular in that film. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, but I, two very different character portrayals between these guys. I can't pick a favorite. I just think they both did it extremely well. I look forward to the next Joaquin Phoenix project. Yeah, most definitely. Yep. If, if this movie is any inclination to how well of an actor he is, this is just another great example of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, shall we? Okay, I still, I still, there's, there's so much to digest about this fucking. Movie. There's the final line that he says that I think the movie should have cut right after he said it. The whole, the whole like the, she's he's laughing while he's being interviewed by the, this lady in the psych ward, and she's like, what, "What's so funny?" And she's like, oh, it's, "It's I just thought of a new joke." You, you wouldn't, wouldn't get, get it. it. And I, I just wish it would have cut right then, go to fade to black, or just cut to black instantly, and credits roll. I don't think I needed the whole chase scene after that. I kind of giggled at it. It was kind of funny see, to watch. See, but that's... I, I don't think I, it needed I, anymore. I, I see exactly what you mean. And to, to in a way, I, I agree. But I think the whole point of this movie... And I this is the ending to me. This, this is the true ending to me. That happening, like that scene, actually does imply that this whole thing was made up. And that's how... That's, yeah. that's the true ending to me. Was yeah. that the entire thing was a fabrication in his head? That, that's where that's where it left me. Sin believes that it happened, and I'm like, no. I don't know because he was standing that. gloriously upon a cop car with blood on his face and people cheering him on. To all of a sudden, 
Switch How the, convenient is it that he that, that the the people would idolize him in such such a way that they would crash a uh, crash the car that he was being taken to jail in? He would be the only one to survive. Like, there's too many convenient coincidences to have yep. for all of that to have been real. Right. Why was why did Thomas Wayne take his family to go see a movie in the middle of a fucking riot? That doesn't the, make any goddamn I think sense. The riot happened after he blew the brains of the guy. Well, yeah, even, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense because right. they were gonna go to a rally, but the riot happened after his fucking speech and shit. Yep, that's fair. A call. And I could totally but see what why he. Wouldn't, why wouldn't he have a limo waiting outside? Why is he just? Like, I oh. agree. Why did he run into a dark alley? Yeah, right? I mean, he is like running for mayor. He's the richest guy ever. He's been called out by name during this movement many, many times. That's true. That's true. But I, I, I don't know. But he also is kind of an arrogant guy. I mean, I don't think he's. I don't think Thomas Wayne is. At least from what we get from him, whatever is true about him, I don't know. I again, this film is all over the place. But at the same time, I don't want to believe he's one hundred percent a bad guy. You know, he's a father. He's a husband. He isn't. He's a dick to him, but only because he was provoked to be. You know, yeah. he only punched him in the face because he touched his kid. It's yeah. understandable. You know what I mean? He was. I think in that scene in particular, Thomas Wayne was more of a victim of circumstance. Could he have treated Joker better? Yeah, I think so. From just a human being to human being conversation, right. could have probably been a little more polite. But once he, I don't know, at the same time, he was only retaliating. I don't yeah. know. That's just my thought. But I could also, on the other side of the coin, see everything that happened in this movie totally happening. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I like to believe that he made it, it all up, though. I think so. Too. I think one hundred percent. I think it's just fun to to imagine that he was that prolific. <laughs> yeah, and but again, there's really no wrong answer here. Yeah, that's true. It's very I don't true. Think maybe there is a right answer somewhere in there, and we'll find out years later. Similar to Inception, there is a correct answer to the the final cliffhanger of that movie, but you, it doesn't really matter. You can kind of just it ends how you want it to end. True. Choose your own adventure in a way. There and might- this movie kind of gives you that as so much material to work with that you can say it happened in so many different ways. Totally. Totally. But personally, I think he made it all up. It was all in his head. It was in a, he's already the Joker and this was just another backstory that he created. That he in was his giving own head. to the random psychiatrist. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. So the first time he's talking with his social worker, she asks him, and I, I can't quote it verbatim, unfortunately, but it's, she pretty much, doesn't she mention like that he stayed Somewhere yeah. for and a while. He, like, there's a quick flashback, flashback of him banging his head against the glass. Yeah, and then he says like there's nothing to talk about, or he says right. he pretty she much asks brushes him, it off. How much do you remember about your time? And he's just like, I don't remember much, or something like that. It makes me wonder: is the end of the film based before the entire story that no, we just the entire got? Story's made because up. he's in asylum. Right he's, at he, the end I, of the film, I'm saying he's in the asylum telling the entire story, time. The story that we are watching is the story he's telling. I don't think he's telling her place. at all. I think it's all just in his head. That's why she asked, like, "What's so funny?" Oh, uh, and then he laughs because yeah. it's just crazy. Because this whole thing he just played out in his head, he found it humorous. So he's just another misunderstood guy, and that's all there is to it. Yeah. Until maybe eventually, who knows? Maybe he does eventually break out. I guess. Because it's implied that he kills that. That therapist, because he's walking down the hall with bloody footprints. Bloody That's footprints. true. And then there's that funny Scooby Doo Benny Hill situation at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty cool film. Pretty cool film. I, I need to great. see it again. Thought it was great. It's a shame it wasn't more original. Yeah, but I that. think it was performed great. The story was was acted originally. I'll put it that yeah, way. Yeah, definitely. Very well acted originally. Yeah. yeah. Any, any ratings you guys want to give this bad boy? I can't. Don't ask me that, AJ. I no? can't do it. It's a must-watch for sure. Okay. That's a, like that's my rating. It's a must-watch. Fair enough. Same. 
I could say that it could be worth being a part of someone's library perhaps one day. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're a super fan of DC and all that. Mm-hmm. This is something that you're probably going oh, to want to hold on one, to. Yeah. Uh, but I could also see why, again, why we're... The thing is, we're so conflicted, I can see why people can either be 100% for it or against it as well. Yeah. You know, whether it's on a moral standpoint or if it's just like, this is not what I wanted from this film at all, you know? Yeah. But I, I think it's a pretty charismatic film. I'll put it that way. A lot of things are predictable, too. When you watch the trailer, a lot of, a lot of stuff was given away in the trailers. Yeah. So I didn't watch the trailer. Work. You told me I should. Nothing was given away. I only watched the original trailer. Well, yeah, the I very first the, one. Didn't watch the second one. They yeah, I didn't, it doesn't. It doesn't, but it kind of does. You're just like, okay, this is the part where he dances in the bathroom. Oh, this is the part where he's going to get punched in the face by Thomas Wayne. Oh, this is the part where, like, he did. Eventually, he's going to dance on those stairs. stairs. <laughs> like, yeah, you kind of, you're just like, oh, we're doing And we're now doing he's this dancing. Part. Yeah. <laughs> Good dancer, by the way. I'll give the Joker that. Yeah. When he finally frees himself the move up. his hips around. Yeah. Makes yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. All right, guys. Well, that about wrap it up for this one. Like how those investigators get jumped in the train for killing that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was kind of wild. Kind Again, of a, convenient that he would be able to get away and that people would just all of a sudden stomp on attack him. him and I don't I know. I do like the, the under, even though we do follow the Joker, I do like the, the underlying message, which is uh, rich versus poor, the, the bourgeoisie versus the proletariat, like that mm-hmm. whole thing that's going on. To treat people like people. Yeah. And not just other objects. I don't know. To treat, like, just because someone's different from you doesn't mean you should treat them like shit. Yeah, and just the, the disconnect that the 1% has from everybody else. Absolutely. Like, it's pretty good. And I think that scene in particular when uh, the cop accidentally shoots somebody and then they're just like, that's that's not okay. And they kind of, maybe they took it too far and they beat them half to death, but it's they just like. They did do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they did. But they're just like, that's not cool. Just You don't get to do that just because you're a cop. Right. So there's also a bit of a, some social commentary there, I think, as, as well. Choose your battles. For one, he was in a train full of people dressed yeah. to riot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> well, dressed thing. to protest, but dressed probably protest. not the sure. not the best time to, to to do something like that. And again, it seemed like an accident or a, maybe a, a sac, a, an act of defense, it could be argued. But yeah. Dressed to protest is my favorite Rage Against the Machine song. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ready to wrap this one up? Yeah, I think we're good. What are we talking about next week? I have no idea. I thought I, I had it in my mind I think too it's last week. Will Smith I, Nothing about it. I think Gemini Man. That's right. Is that already next week? It is already next week. I do believe we actually saw the um, 120 frame trailer recently, and it looked pretty good. I, at least the action looked okay. It looked cool to see it in 120 frames. Right. I don't know what I'm going to think about this film. I'm a little worried about it, but I hope it's good. Yeah, I hope it's good. But we'll it's be talking about Gemini Man next cool. week. What's that? I said it's not going to be, but it's cool. Right. We'll see. We'll see. I'm at least looking forward to them actually shooting something and releasing something at 120 frames. I look forward to seeing what the action beats are going to look like. Because some of them, I I didn't notice it throughout the film or throughout the trailer, except for certain points where there was like huge sweeping action scenes. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, whoa, that was really super fluid. Almost too fluid. But yeah, I don't know. I liked it. Anyway, if you have any questions or topics you want us to bring up for next episode, let us know. Um, you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter under at SDGeekPod. Also, email us, SDGeekPod at gmail.com. That's S-D-G-E-E-K-P-O-D. Anyway, have a great one, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye. Later. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Check your booty. <laughs> <laughs>